Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for February 12th through 16th. We are doing Zoom again because Amanda's family doesn't like to be healthy. I'm sorry. I could have come and shared all kind of nasty jokes over here. Totally fine. Totally fine. (laughs) Keep keeping it there. Just... This has not been a good winter for us. It has not. My family has been sick more than they ever have this, this, I almost said this summer. Nope. This winter, especially me. Like I never am this sick and I just keep getting sick and sick and sick. Yeah. Mm, it's annoying. It is annoying. So um, they need, they need to put more vitamins in Dr. Pepper so I can get my immune system up. <laughs> there was an ad I saw yesterday on Facebook that was water drops. That's, that taste like soda. Oh, but I didn't click it to see if they had a Dr. Pepper, but you were actually the first person I thought of. I was like, Amanda needs that. So she drinks water. <laughs> I hate water. It's so yucky. So good. And it's so, so good yucky. for you. And you feel so good whenever you drink it. Nope. It's a win, win, win. <laughs> nope. But okay. Oh, geez. Uh, so we do have, we have a bunch of Port Charles pipelines. Oh, one correcting myself i said that john j york was having a bone marrow transplant he's having blood stem cells oh right yep but there is a difference there there is a difference there um thought that i can't remember if i had it with erica but popped in my head at some point during this week they didn't bring back courtney so spencer is not dead oh there you go i mean we knew he wasn't dead but yeah you're right yep no but that is the definitive he is not dead Yep. And then somebody commented on one of our, typically I don't read the comments and this is why, because I'm going to lose where it was. So it was on our February 8th 
release Bobby Spencer 1992 and 93 on Instagram. Somebody commented, love the Bobby history. I noticed that the actress had a baby during this time. It was interesting that they wrote in her stress eating to explain the weight gain and a trip to the spa to lose the weight. Must have been maternity leave with careful blocking. The pregnancy was completely hidden. Oh, nice. I did not realize that. Yep. That's awesome. And that makes me happy that they did their staging properly because sometimes it's so bad. Like they put you in a big pink dress and make you look like Glinda from. Yes. Yes. But it looks really, really bad. Yes. Yes. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and look when Lulu was pregnant with Rocco. No. No, she wasn't pregnant on the show. Right. Right. That's right. That's why they. (laughs) But I thought that was good. That is good. And then for emails, I feel like we have some stories. Oh, okay. Heather. Hi, ladies. Hello, ladies. Thank you for bringing up how freaking weird it is that Sam and Dante are dating. Forgive me if you brought this up before. I've been a listener for a few months. Oh, Heather, have we? We have brought (laughs) this up so many times to the point where we had an episode a couple years ago that said, um, what was it? It was like something like, don't look for a date at a family reunion or something like that. Yes, yes. I thought it was gross when they got together. Not the actors. They look fine and act fine, but they share a sister in Christina and a brother in Leo. And Sam had Dante's father's baby, Dante's sister, yuck. On a side note, yuck to Alexis sleeping with brothers, Sonny and Rick, but double yuck that slams, Sam slept with them too. Yeah. Yes. We could go down yeah. a whole rabbit hole of mother-daughters sharing lovers. Ew. Ava and Kiki. Ew, ew, ew. Just stop. And then, and then she slept with brothers Jason and Drew, although that was not her fault. That was not her fault. That got me thinking how weird it is that Molly and Christina are half-sisters and cousins, Scout and Danny are half-siblings and cousins, and Wyatt and Amelia are half-siblings and cousins. Did I miss any? Love the podcast. Have a good week. Heather. Thanks, Heather. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm sure that there are definitely some that are missed because we just do that. Yep. This is my cousin sister. Um, Maxie and Lucas, when they had Maxie... In love with Lucas in high school. Yep. That one just came to mind. Yep. Yeah, that was gross. That was. Our dads are brothers. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, but Lucas isn't blood. I I understand that, but it doesn't matter. If you're raised like family, blood does not matter. Right. All right. So then I did not read this one because I read the one I read the I read one word in it. Okay. Everyone by now knows because it was the, at the end of the 60th anniversary event that Jason's coming back. Right. So I don't feel like this is a spoiler for us to be no. reading anything regarding it with fan theory. Right. Hi, guys. I want to share my theory about Jason's return. Jason is the one coming after Sunny. He is the inside man. He is the one taking at, hits at prominent crime bosses. They didn't say how many have been successful or who the hits were even on. But we know Sunny was one of three. <sighs> okay. And this was written to us four days ago. So before what happened at the end of the mo- week happened. Mm-hmm. I'm mad. I'm Why so are you mad? Because we have to quit killing prominent people off screen. It's dumb. At least there was a body. <sighs> we didn't see it. Why is Jason coming after Sunny? Because he's angry. He's angry that after decades of pure dedication, Jason has given to Sunny. Sunny has never returned to the same loyalty, returned the same loyalty. Twice now, Jason has died 
and Sonny did nothing to even try to find his body. It, he hardly even mourns the loss of Jason. He just moves on with his life and replaces him, last time with Brick, this time with Dex. Jason coming after Sonny to take the business that was built on Jason's back. Why is he going after other heads of other crime families? To eliminate possible competition or to build his business up even more. So when he takes Sonny's business, he is starting with an even bigger empire than Sonny had. Proving Jason was the entire reason Sonny had anything. Also, I love that there was actually an exclamation point after that. I want to see Jason come back from the dead and love Carly the way Sonny should have loved her when he came back from the dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just referenced two people coming back from the dead like it's normal. Right. Happens all the time. Jason walked away from Carly again so Sonny could step back into his life, business, and family. And Sonny threw it all away to be with Nina. I repeat, mm -hmm. Jason is angry. Jason should come back and show Sonny how much he appreciates everything Sonny threw away. A small correction. Oh, and this is a small correction. On last week's podcast, Sonny came back from Nixon Falls as Sonny. He walked into his and Carly's bedroom right as Jason and Carly were about to make their marriage real. That's right. That's right. Yep. In the heat of our conversations, though, it's, it's weird. It's like we almost get like some kind of a weird amnesia that it's like <laughs> we can see it. We know this. I do it on other podcasts where like they'll say something and I'm like, no, you guys talked about this another time, but they forget. I get that. Yep. And he was Sonny, not Mike. Mike was hit in the head during the fire at the bar in Nixon Falls and in the hospital. Nina came in and called him Mike and he snapped and screamed, my name's not Mike. And you knew the whole time. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. yep, yep. But I was right th remembering that he was hit in the head with a fire and that's mm -hmm. how he came out of it. Okay. We saw Sonny return to his eyes, but when he returned to Port Charles, he was a weak and broken version of Sonny. He was distant from Carly and Jason, and he was keeping his feelings for Nina a secret. Then Carly found out that Sonny had feelings that kept him from his family and she needed space. That's when Sonny cheated on Carly with Nina and Carly ended the marriage immediately. So to return to my post, <laughs> to return to my point, I'm sorry. I want to see Jason come back from the dead and take everything away from Sonny the way Nina took everything from Carly, his business, his family support and compassion and the love that Jason walked away from multiple times so Sonny could have it all to himself and take advantage of it each time. I am personally not a Carly Jason fan. I adore them as best friends, but the, this last go at their relationship was awkward and that's because they felt wrong because it was dis disrespectful to Sonny's memory. I'm also going to throw in because he and Britt were awesome. Mm -hmm. And so we ended that because Carly needed Jason. Yep. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. This time around, it's not going to be awkward because Jason isn't going to be Sonny's go get him boy anymore. Jason's coming back and taking everything he deserves and he's going, he's going to make Sonny so small and insignificant in the process. This is honestly the only way I want to see Jason come back. I want to see a side of Jason no one has ever seen, a revengeful, sunny-hating, on-top-of-the-world-that-Jason-built type of Jason. P.S. I absolutely do not want to see him with Sam again. I love J-Sam, but the last shot of their relationship was weird and awkward and the chemistry wasn't there. Agreed. True. I do not want to see uh, Liaison reunion. Jason and Liz were never a good match. Ooh, that's controversial. Well, that is. I don't think I really cared one way or another. No. they Like, they could be intriguing here or there, but then they were boring at other moments. So it was kind of like, 
figure out how to write them. I never felt the way that I feel like we were supposed to feel the way we did with Brenda and Sonny versus Jax. Yeah. And I never felt that way. It was kind of a, nope. it was kind of how Carly and Sonny and Carly and Jax, you were like, Oh, okay. You're here now. Oh, okay. You're here now. Right. Um, another piece of evidence I have is the real Steve Burton posted on his first day of filming. Oh, see, now we did not watch that. Well, yeah. I didn't. Did you? Okay. The breadcrumbs are already being laid for his return. So pay attention to what's going on now. So I've been paying attention and this is the only thing that makes sense. So that's my theory. And after yesterday's episode, February the 13th and today's episode, Wednesday, the 14th, I'm putting all my money on Jason's the one coming after Sonny. Sonny said to Carly, you think I wasn't strong enough? You think I can't run my own business? I thought those were very key words because Sonny isn't strong without Jason. And that business has always been run by Jason. Only three more weeks and we'll find out for sure. And I believe that his air date is March 4th. And that's the day that I'm leaving. <gasps> no. Yep. So I will watch that. Oh. For sure. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, that was a really, really, really heavy email email she had opinions yes she did very well executed and articulated yes i'm curious to see how correct it is i think that's interesting i kind of liked my idea of jason quartermain coming back but i think it, the thing is too i feel like if jason does come back angry it does have to be some kind of the cause is from the rocks falling on his head like there has to be some kind of additional damage right there. it can't just be i mean i think that he's obviously not going to be happy about it Right. But yeah, like that's just something like kind of knocked some sense into him and was like, wait a second. Yeah. I don't think he's the one against Sonny, but it would be interesting to have him come back for Carly like that. I do like that idea of him being like, Sonny never appreciated you. Hear me with me. Right. Then you and Drew were just born. (laughs) Right. But it's like, are we ready for her and Drew to be over? I mean, I'm kind of on them to begin with, but like right now they're in the process of taking down Nina. They can, they can be over. Yeah. So yeah, so that was the Poor Charles Pipeline. Um, on this upcoming 411, we are doing Bobby Part 5, and it is 1994. We're not going to be doing every, like, it's not going to take us the rest of the year to do. No. Just, this was the Damien and BJ storyline. Yeah. I feel like once we move past Carly, Tony, Love Triangle. Right, there's not, I mean, she's around, obviously, but she wasn't a main character. Right. I feel like that was the last super significant. Well, and Stefan, but that was yeah. also the kind of the same time. That was like right afterwards. Yep. And Jerry. Ew, Bobby was with Jerry. Uh-huh. Her daughter's ex-husband's brother. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> but she was with OG Jerry. Right. Not. See, and right. that's something. Oh, and do you know what else I was thinking of? This dude, Adam Harrington, could have been recast as Jax. He's not Australian, so that's a problem. But his look fits Jax. His Irish look. His Irish look fits Jax. Listen, if we're not paying attention to ethnicity at all. True. True, true, true. Let's at least replace one blonde hair, blue eye guy with another blonde hair, blue eye guy. I agree. Okay. Oh, Hulu headlines. Do you have anything fun to add from any of that? No. Okay. I feel like that was a very thorough explanation of everything. It was. So you don't think that it's Jason Uh taking him down. Okay. We'll talk. We'll start there in a second then. Okay. All right. Hulu headlines on Monday, Laura and Kevin make an important decision that I had not even considered. Gregory confides in Tracy, Carly and Drew discover Nina's plan. 
Sunny is suspicious of Dex. Trina struggles with her grief. Oh. On Tuesday, Dex is in a fraught situation. Carly makes a realization. Molly learns that Christina and Blaze are more than friends. Elizabeth connects with Laura. Ava seeks out a friend. On Wednesday, Sunny is furious. Maxie confides in Sasha. Curtis and Portia celebrate their anniversary, which I forgot was their anniversary. Chase and Brooklyn shared a magical moment. Sam and Dante learn Danny's in trouble. Then on Thursday, Anna and Valentine cross paths. Nina receives an intriguing part proposition dante and jordan get disturbing news Eva advises sunny and jocelyn is determined and on friday sunny issues a warning anna dante and jordan strategize cyrus tells laura how he plans to protect nicholas alexis reassures sam and ava tries to impart wisdom to jocelyn there you go so let's pick up on your theory i think it's brick do you I, I don't do. want it to be brick. I do because it would give him a real storyline. That's true. And I think that he, the same reason that they're saying that um, Jason would be angry, I think Brick would be angry for the same reason. Like, I've done all this stuff for you, and you always leaned on Jason, and then Jason left, and instead of putting me in Jason's spot, you have Dex in Jason's spot. Ooh. But see, I always saw Brick as more of a mishmash between Spinelli and Jason. Like he wasn't necessarily always the one doing the legwork in the things the same way that Jason would, but he would coordinate them, but he also had the access to the background information the way that Spinelli did. But Dex is more Jason where he was actually like the one physically going and doing the thing. I never saw Brick even wanting to do that. So I guess that's why it surprises me more that he would be mad about Dex. I think he's mad that I think that he wants a higher position in the organization. Not so much like you're saying the legwork of it, but like kind of like Sunny's manager and he's uh, assistant manager, something like that. Like he's been in this organization for how long? He's not getting any younger. He it assume like we assume that he's put his personal life on hold at different times because we've never heard him talk about being married or anything like that, and he has nothing to show for it. Right. So he doesn't want to be the assistant to the regional manager. He wants to be the assistant manager. Right. Yeah. It's an office reference. Yeah, I know. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> I may not watch it, but I know. He wants to be Jim, not Dwight. Weirdos that they know it. Oh, I'm watching the super fan version now on Peacock because oh. now they're like throwing in the deleted scenes. Oh, it's geez. only up until season seven. They're like, so I'm like, what am I going to do? You'll be okay. Yeah, I have to wait. You'll, you'll be okay. But so Brick told Sonny about Dex's pay history and Sonny took Dex to a ride to Pine Barrens. Is that new? No. Why do I not remember ever hearing of Pine Barrens? I don't know, but no, that's not new. That's where he takes all the the people he's going to kill. I felt so bad for Dex. I know. He's like, I didn't do it. No, like for real. Huh. Yeah. It was mentioned as far back as 2009. I guess I just never paid attention to the name. Yep. I thought that they were trying to get like a little bit of Yellowstone-esque going. No, that's where they always go. And take them to the train station. I watch too much TV. Don't we all? So Dex would not turn in Michael, which I feel like that should have given Sonny the, okay, you're really not against me because you are really like not going to save your life. Right, right. This person in. Yeah, when he did that thing with the phone, I was like, oh, no, Dex. I know. <laughs> and then Carly, thank goodness, 
what Brick went to see Carly. Why did he go to see Carly? But I think he was warning her that like Jocelyn's going to be upset. That's right. Without saying Jocelyn's going to be upset. So then she, and then she to was like, her too. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, wait, he, he thinks it's Dex. It's not Dex. And so then she was like, yeah, I have to go. So she shows up at the Pine Barrens and she's like, he's working for me. I was so disappointed with that scene. Carly has never been a bad liar. And that was like the worst lying face ever. She's like, uh, I I even know the dates of the deposits. So it was it was me. And like just the way that she looked off, I was like, uh-uh. Carly knows when you're lying to someone, you look them in the eye and like with conviction. You don't look all around. Like that's the telltale sign. Come on, girlfriend. But then I think she wasn't expecting to have to actually explain herself. Because yeah, Sonny doesn't really question her. Right, you know, right. I didn't think of that money thing either. And he was right on it. He was like, you don't have money to make these payments. What are you talking about? Exactly. And she was like, oh, yeah. And then he's like, the only way that you would be saying this is if you're protecting your family and it's Michael. Oh, yeah. and then he summons Michael and he calls him Judas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to like totally play out. I mean, Sonny seems to be kind of really stewing on everything that Michael said. Yeah, Michael's like, I. bottom line was, I like, yes, I started out not protecting you, but then I realized you needed protection, and Dex protected you. He saved your life how many times? Like, come on. Right. But then he still tells Dex to leave. I know. I was sad. I felt for Jocelyn whenever she, like, said, we're running away together, and he's like, no, that'll just put you in danger all the time. And then she goes to talk to Sonny, but Sonny's already on his way to Dex. And so then she comes back to Dex's apartment, and Sonny's like... Yep, here's a letter. Sorry, I told him he had to leave. Well, that's how Carly put together that Sonny was thinking it was Dex because Brick was telling her, you guys are going to have a hard time, but you'll be okay. Mm -hmm. And Joss texted her and said something about, I can't find Dex. And Carly's yeah. like, oh no. Right. Because I think if, if Brick had just said, listen, something's going down, but you guys will be okay. I don't think Carly would have taken that automatically to the next level without Joss's saying, I can't find Dex. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's really gone. I hope not. I think something's going to happen that he has to come back. Like his mother, Faith Roscoe, comes back and <laughs> <laughs> he has to he has to fight against her on behalf of Sonny. That would be good. Because he even said to Sonny, he's like, I have protected you how many times? You know, right. and Sonny's like, well, what if that was the plan? And it's like, mm, but... And how can I private sit island? On that up? Yeah. Although to be fair, on his own private island or part of the island, like his own private whatever you call it, Dex would have been stupid to have, let's say he was involved. He would have been stupid to have allowed it because then he's the only witness and it's like, okay, but we don't know anything about you. Right, right. My thing is, why doesn't Sonny know Michael's shell corporations? He should. I feel like that's something he would know. I feel like it is too. I feel like a lot happened this week, but it wasn't even like a lot to talk about. It was just kind of right, all putting together, everything together. Like, yeah, move the storyline along. Um, and I didn't I didn't pay attention to a lot of Wednesdays. Wednesdays was Valentine's Day. And so like I started watching it and I was like, Oh, that was so nice that Portia and Curtis have a nice dinner and oh it's so cute seeing um everybody at the Savoy and them trying to push Maxie and Spinelli together. And 
um, Brooklyn and Chase. I thought that was so funny whenever the heaters didn't work because I was like, that's exactly what would happen to me. He's like, what's the chances they both went out at the same time? And she's like, pretty good because you probably use them together. So they both run out of propane at the same time. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, I would totally make that mistake. And Willow and Michael talking about how she's forgiven him because she shouldn't have been that mad to begin with blah 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 i don't know i thought that was all just whatever so yeah when it came to the like growing up scenes i was like i hope they're not saying anything important because i'm not even watching these well so earlier in the week i think it was monday willow was sleeping on the couch and michael got riley off to school and fed amelia and like she was napping or whatever and right. Willow was surprised and I'm like, What's no, he- Michael is that dad. Michael is the dad yeah. that knows he's a dad and not babysitting. Right. Exactly. He's gotten it's- the kids up a hundred thousand times. And like, even more so, I feel like most men would step up. She, she was just sick a year ago. Like he did everything a right. year ago because she was sick. I know they only had one kid at that point, but he did everything. Oh. So yeah, of course he's getting his son ready for school. Like, okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And, and and him being a dad, like he should be a dad, should not be the reason that you're letting him come home. Like right. you didn't kick him out because he was a bad dad. You kicked him out because you were mad he lied to you. Now, I agree that maybe you overreacted some to him lying to you after you lied to him about the leukemia stuff. But at the same time, like, yeah, it was a big lie. You could be mad about that. But don't confuse the two. Like, oh, now that you're being a good dad, you can come home. Right. No, he's been a good dad. Like he yeah. is definitely without a doubt a capable Right. Dad. Even even when you kicked him out, like he was still coming over to tuck the kids into bed and blah 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 because he is a good dad. Right. So yeah, I just Yep, I was over Wednesday and everybody in their lovey dovey, blah blah blah. Okay. Yeah, so Curtis and Portia had their wedding anniversary and was that the first time we saw that they were able to be together? Yeah, I fast forwarded through the last five minutes. I was like, "All right, we're lighting candles next." I I like fast forwarded through it, and their scene especially was like, "Oh my god, this seems so long!" Like, let's keep going. It was. But, it, I seriously think it was five minutes of love scenes, and I was just like, "Okay, guys, like, I don't need to see everyone." Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I don't usually fast forward. Like that's the first time I've done that in a very long time. But I was like, I just I don't need to hear this nonsense. Like, yep, you guys love each other. We know. Let's keep well, moving I think on. Um. Michael and Willow were in there too. Yeah. 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 So Michael and I was Willow. just like, yep. Fast forward. But yeah, I thought Brooklyn and Chase were cute. They and were especially cute. when they both landed on the, uh, this is ridiculous. I don't even care about this. Right. Right. So yeah, I, uh, I feel like Wednesday didn't really, really matter much other than the, like I said, at the Savoy, them being like, well, Maxi, do you like him? Well, Spinelli, do you like her? And so I hope they don't, play around with that too much though like if they're gonna put them together let's put them together let's not continue this dragging out like are we aren't we right and i like the fact that she has said you know georgie likes both of her parents being there don't have that be the reason though because that is not a reason for no it's they they really like each other you know right right they really like like that sasha and she talked about not being able to love someone the same way that like she loved Nathan or that Sasha loved Brando, yes. but that doesn't mean that they're not going to be able to love someone else in some way. Right. So right. a different love for Maxie. I mean, exactly, exactly. And now he's a more mature love because he doesn't like, obviously family is not a reason to be together, but the fact that he really does love 
her family like it's his family like mm-hmm. whenever he, they, he said oh james won't stop getting out of bed blah blah, blah. like james isn't his kid he doesn't need to care but right. he does he cares about all three of the kids just like they're his so yep exactly he's a good man spinelli's a good man he is i do think it's sweet that they're trying to help them out but i want them to be the I ones just hate that get that it's every conversation like every time that we see the four right. of them together now it's hey do you like spinelli hey do you like right. maxi like we're not in high school and and they do they live together so if they're meant to have a moment it's going to happen they don't need you guys that's pushing what them i together. want to see i want to see them living together and you know not just having right. to be a roommate right right exactly you know, like that's you just said like he's taking is, care of the kids yeah you know, which is it, it needs to be just just like a normal household thing like like the sinks overflowing or something and they're like trying to fix it together and then after they finish fixing that they kind of look at each other like what i do without you and then it ends up smooshy time right exactly exactly but i don't know yeah that was that and whenever um they started talking about your good friend olivia jerome i like had to rewind it i was like is that what they really just said so olivia jerome apparently was part of a bust coming out of the like they were trying to bust out of jail and then she's executed and anna positively identifies her noah no luke did not die in a cable car and olivia jerome did not die from being executed during a prison break right i'm sorry yeah it does seem a little too convenient like i get i get that we're trying to say somebody's after all the mob bosses blah 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 but it just felt like that was too convenient. That seems like more of a setup. Like she wanted people to think that she died and she did not. Right. Yeah. Or is somebody going to be extremely affected by her death that we're not expecting that I'm expecting that we're not expecting (laughs) because she was, maybe it was somebody turned on her. Maybe she was the one really in charge of everything. Like I kept saying, and, but then someone turned on her. Right. That could be. I have nothing to go with that except for I, I mean, I know we, I scream. I screamed. You've got to be kidding me. How, how many of your family members did you disturb? Only that my daughter was home and I think she's ignored it now. I think she's, <laughs> she's come to realize that Friday nights when mom's watching GH, just let it go. Well, that's good. <laughs> but I just, it's dumb. It's a dumb death. It is a dumb death. I appreciate the fact that we are trying to bring in all the mob families and make it seem like someone is after all the mob families. We haven't heard from Miss Wu in a while. Maybe she's no, the one haven't. that's after everybody and she's going to take over the whole world. If they kill Miss Wu, I'm going to be mad. No, I don't want them to kill her. I want her to be the one in charge. You want her? You want all this to be her? Yeah. Ooh. Maybe her and Brick are working together secretly. She offered him a better position. Ooh. Ooh. Or if it is Jason, maybe she found Jason. <gasps> and it's like, okay, I'll give you a better. Let's take everybody down and used his anger against Sonny. That's interesting. I just wanted to be Miss Wu. I don't really care. Well, no, because I'm also thinking like we do need the Wu family. Yeah. You know, what if it's not Ms. Wu, but it's the Wu family trying to gain control and get her back into the family? If Brad had anything to do, no, Brad's not in Pentonville. Never mind. Nope. Brad, is Brad in Penton? No, no, no. He was released. We just yeah. don't know where he is. Yeah, because he was right. working for Ms. Wu. That's right. Right. Hmm. 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 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I really don't know what to do with any of that. I just I I think it's dumb. I did like Ava's response though when who went and told her Laura Alexis Alexis went and told her and said I wanted I did like that she was like listen I wanted to tell you before right you heard it about it and she's like it's about Olivia and she's like oh god what happened that you're actually telling me something about my sister right and then she's like I'm sorry for your loss and she's like are you really (laughs) right was not someone I was expecting that we're gonna have to do a 411 about no We'll see how much they talk about her this week. If they talk about her a lot, I feel like we should probably yeah. do one. But if that's just like the... She's dead and we're moving on then. Right. Mm. Yeah. I was just... Well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just... I don't it's know. pointless when we just kill people for no reason. Well, they got to kill off the heads of some of them because it's supposed to be five families. And they were saying that there's three people that are being targeted. Right. Well, okay. So... Jason had the Navarro and Novak. Novak and was it yeah. Novak and Navarro? Yeah. That were blowing up in the thing. Right. Yeah. So it could make sense that Jason would be coming back and getting the rest of them so that he could take over. Yeah. I don't know. I just also feel bad for our girl Ashley who loves Olivia Jerome. She was the first person I thought of. I'm like, no. She's going to be so sad. Tanya Walker's still alive. Therefore, yes. we don't kill the character. Right. Once you get past right. a certain age, you don't kill the character. Right. Unless the actor passes away. And the fact that they identified her, but it was Anna that identified her. Like, when is the last time you've seen her, Anna? How do you know? Yeah. It also could have been a mask. Yeah. Faison is helping. His brain's on. Oh, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Your husband would be so happy. <laughs> wouldn't that be something? Then I, really, then I really would quit for a couple of weeks and make him fill in because I could not talk about phase on with the excitement that your husband. We would just have him do like a phase on spotlight or whatever. <laughs> but think about it. He would target Anna. Yeah. And he would have access to the WSB stuff. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. What a phase on pal Jason. Oh geez. No. Okay. No. All right. We can We're change. We're not going there. <laughs> We're just we can not change going subjects there. now. Um, oh, so before that, Anna asked for an update from Valentine about Charlotte. And he was just, he's like, I'll keep Stupid. you posted. Yeah, it was. It, I don't feel comfortable sharing too much information with you, but whatever. It's your fault that she got shot. Shut up. Well, and they ended on a. Right. Like they were trying. They were, they discussed getting back together before they decided that they could not get back together. Right. So how are you going to turn around and be like, no, I can't tell you something when you just said perhaps that you could have worked things out. Right. Exactly. He's crazy. Oh, and poor Trina breaking down. I love the Ava. Yeah. Uh, Ava's the right person to be helping her through this though. Yeah. There, it was very sweet. And then um, with Laura and them adopting Ace, I don't think that Nicholas is going to let him adopt him. He's the one who got Martin to write up the papers. For Laura to adopt him. Oh, not for Kevin. Yeah. I don't think he's going to give up his parental right. He might, if Laura tells him. He's really in no position to be saying no. He's in no position to be saying no, but he is selfish and he wants what is his. And if he gets out of prison in three years, he can say to Laura, okay, you are essentially the mom, but I'm still the dad. And so I'm taking him and we'll do, you know, 50, 50, or we'll do weekends or we'll do whatever. But I want, like, I have a claim to my son. And if Kevin adopts him and then he gets out of jail and he's like wacko, they can both be like, no, it's not in Ace's best interest for you to see him. So you can't, he's ours. Sucks to be you. I have a really dumb, well, no, because I feel like there's so many different ways of doing it. Can Nicholas allow Kevin to adopt him without fully giving up his parental rights? I don't think so, but I don't know. I've never gone through the adoption process. Like, hey, while I'm in jail, sure, you can be dad. But when I get out, we need to visit this. I don't think you can make it conditional like that. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, but okay. Can we just talk about how darn cute Marty is coming through the door? Oh there God. he is. There he is. That <laughs> and was Kevin's so like, there's cute. Uncle Marty. That was so cute. The two of them were adorable. They were. He like instantly it. got that baby voice. It was so cute. And the little dance that he did. Yeah. I like how Kevin came to the decision too, where he's like, you know, I've really never been in a parental right. position. He's like, and it's kind of something at this point in his life, he's obviously never considered even happening. Right, right. But it feels right. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to let you do this by yourself. Like, even if I don't sign the paperwork, I'm going to be his dad. So, yeah, I want to be his dad. I didn't think about the fact that Nicholas would probably object to that. Yeah. But Laura did say that it's conditional, like that she would only do it if he said yes. Right. So... I don't know. I feel like Nicholas knows that Kevin is. I mean, I would hope that Nicholas knows he's going to be away for a while and that it's never Laura's intention to take his son. Like I'm sure that as Ace gets older, she's going to you take him for visits or allow, I don't know if they do like zoom calls or what you can do with prison stuff nowadays, but that they would allow that interaction. But I don't know. I I just don't, I don't see him giving up, you know, it's kind of like, Nicholas is selfish, just like he never wanted to give up Spencer for the good of Spencer. I don't see him giving up Ace for the good of Ace. But maybe Spencer's death 
makes him realize because I do think that he knows that Kevin is the kind of guy that will give him back. He's not going to do it unless it's right. Right. The right circumstances. But like he would. Yeah. It's not like he's going to withhold Ace from him. Right. So who knows? Like you said, he's going to be in jail for a while. Yeah. So I I don't know. I did like that Liz and Laura. They were so cute. She brought diapers. I was like, here you go. Yeah. And they talked about that they're always family. And she's like, oh, Aiden can come babysit. Yes. Like, that's fantastic. Thank you. (laughs) Right. Yes, exactly. That was cute at first because she's like, I can babysit. She's like, you're too busy. Be quiet. And then she says about Aiden. And it's like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Yep. Well, and she's like, I'll babysit. And she's like, with what time, Miss Head of Nursing? (laughs) Right. She's like, I don't know, Mayor. (laughs) Yes. They were so cute. They were. And then you have Uncle Cyrus show up and he wants his claim to Ace Time. Yeah, and he started a radio show. What were the chances of that morgue having a radio in it? Oh, yeah. She's like, I got a text from Laura and turn like this like 1950s radio <laughs> just happens to be sitting there. She's like, oh, let me tune to this. That's, I didn't even think about that. I was more yeah. stuck on him having a, a radio show. Well, you knew he was going to because that was his negotiation with Alexis. Yeah, I don't think I paid attention to that. Yeah. Well, I guess, I don't know that they said radio show. She said she would let him use a media outlet. Or not Alexis. Um, Was it Alexis or was it Nina? Nina. Nina? Okay. Nina said she would let him have a media outlet. Searching with Cyrus on KZPC. There you go. (sighs) I loved Laura's like, I have to listen to this. Because Kevin's like, I'm going to go get eighth. Like, I can't listen to another word of this. And Laura's like, I have to listen to every word of this to figure out what he's actually saying. And I was like, yeah, right. decode right. that cray. Oh, and Ava showed up also wanting to donate to the nurse's ball. And Laura was sweet and was like, you don't need to make up an excuse to come visit. Right, right. So, yeah. I like them as friends, too. Yeah, that makes sense. Obviously, now Laura doesn't have to find out that she hit Nicholas over the head with a griffin. Right. Or does she? She doesn't. She doesn't need to know that. Nicholas is not dead. That's all that matters. So then back to Nina. Ugh. She's okay. So are we to believe she sabotaged the plumbing of the Metro Court? Yep. And Olivia's fine with that? Right. Right. I'm spending thousands of dollars fixing this damage that I caused just to temporarily delay carly's magazine because i'm mad like the insurance company is going to send an adjuster yeah and they're going to see it was right and it only happened on that floor or those two floors and olivia's not concerned about that either like wait a second how is that possible right oh so yeah so nina is tearing down the crimson offices and now carly's like but i just need to get my issue out it's the same thing as when Nina had to make something out of the green issue, you know? Exactly. Right, right. You'll pull it together. It's whatever. Like, she should know better than to underestimate Carly at this point. You and know? everybody has copies of everything. It's not like, oh, we have everything written out on a whiteboard and now right. it got flooded and I have none of my ideas. Like, it's all saved somewhere. It's yeah, all it may take a little somewhere. More time. Exactly. It may take right. a little time to pull it down, but... Not enough to delay the whole issue. Like, it should have been ready to go pretty much at that point. So, 
But she should know by now that when you challenge Carly, she doubles down. Right, right. She's not going to lose. She'll just pull more hours if she has to. Right. So then Drew offered to buy Nina's half of the Metro Court. And she said no. That was shocking. Who was it this week that talked to him about Anna? Anna talked to him about, you seem kind of angry now. Yeah. You're not the same Drew you were. Mm-hmm. And she even said, like, okay, I get being angry, but being angry does not get you back what you missed. So, but at this, okay, so the thing is, Nina's not wrong in the fact that all she did, like, they did do something wrong. They did. You know, did. He, he, they need to own that part. They do. They need to own that and quit acting like they are completely innocent and that there was a setup or something. You know, it's, even if, like you say all the time, the intention was not there, they sound stupid saying it because we are led to believe that they are intelligent business people. And right, 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 I right. feel like that's a very basic thing that most people know is insider es- trading. Especially, is especially that they've been convicted of it now. Like, maybe they really did think originally that they were walking a fine line and that they weren't in that area yet. They were pushing it as far as they could, but they weren't going to cross that line. Now that they've been convicted of it, like, yeah, you did. You crossed the line. So just admit, yes, I did that. Let's move forward. And Drew did not do anything wrong. He told Carly not to invest. And he's the one who opted to take the fall for her. Right. It just went badly. Very, Mm -hmm. very badly. Mm -hmm. But that is not actually Nina's fault. Right. Like, they, they could have been found out by anybody. It happened to be Nina. Right. That it was. So, hmm. I think the problem is just the fact that Nina was so sneaky about it. Yeah. Like, if I find out something bad about you, I'm going to be, like, I'm going to feel just in the fact I'm turning you in because you did something wrong. So, I'm going to let you know I'm turning you in because you did something wrong. And you can be mad, but sorry, you did something wrong. And let that be. I'm not going to hide the information and then let somebody else take the blame. Right. Right. That's what everyone should be mad about. When you think that she would have said something when drew offered to be the one going away. Right. You know, I don't know. I mean, it's over. It's done with, but it's no, she definitely had time to stand up and, and hopefully make some things better. Not that anyone wanted Carly to go to jail and drew probably would have made that same decision either way. But once he said he was the one taking the fall, she should have been like, no, wait, I turned you guys in because I wanted Carly in trouble, not you. Right. Exactly. Yep. And then we just had Robert and Diane talking about they're going to fix the law together. Yeah. She invited him to the PC Metropolitan Ballet. And he's like, ask Alexis. She's like, I already did. (laughs) But she was like, you are not the only person I can ask. Right. I thought that Tracy was going to invite Gregory to stay at the mansion. Oh, that would have been nice. When she kept talking about, there's a reason why I keep going back to Monica's, you know, and he still wanted to have his, you know, independence, but right nearby. I thought that, that she was going to offer. That would have been nice because there's enough servants there to help him and stuff, but he also wanted to be close to Violet. So. Right. But they also had everyone move in for something else. Why not have everyone move in for him? I mean, Chase is already awesome. there because of Brooklyn. Well, I mean, I know Brooklyn lives with him now in their apartment. Right. But, you know, Chase ha- is already well known in the house. Yeah. Why not move in Finn and Violet and Gregory and allow them to 
There you go. Stay through whatever, but they did. Okay. So first at the Metro court, Lucy threw bread at her and the same exact thing with Nina, Tracy said, and what part of what I said was wrong. Right. You right. did. You proved me. Well, she even I, said, she's like, what the heck are you mad about? I went and told Martin that what I was trying to do, like I fixed it. And then the look on Lucy's face, she's like, oh, so you actually went and did it. You actually went and slept with Scott. Right. She's like That's on you. Not on me. Exactly. But then I did typical of to not try to do something for Lucy for Valentine's day though. For Scott. Cause he, for Scott to not do something for Lucy because he does not take the hint. And so the fact that they had just hooked up, I feel like he would have sent her flowers or something and been like, That's you know, true. this may not be the time, but eventually I can't wait till you're mine or something like that. And instead he just did nothing. Amanda, have you ever received flowers that said that on it? Because you definitely just came up with that real quick. <laughs> no, I have not received flowers that said that, but I've received flowers for that reason. You never got flowers from an ex that's like, hey. No. Oh. Exes are exes. Now, my exes like to continue to pursue me for quite some time. So I get pretty flowers out of the deal. That's how it works. No. I had one guy who could not get the hint that I was like, no, this is not a good relationship. We are done. And after I, yeah, he would come to work and bring me flowers. Oh uh, yeah. I, yeah, I usually you know. And he was psycho. So, um, no. Oh, okay. I don't know. I draw the line and I'm like, get away from me. I said, we're done. We're done. Bye. Leave me alone. Yeah. You're going to ending things and I'm not, I'm always wishy-washy because I never know what I want. So it gives people the time to think that they can make me make up my mind or help me make up my mind by sending me things. But anyway, um, he gaslighted me bad. This guy, uh, it was bad. He would even text me after JD and I were married though. Wow. And yeah. He started and I know he's married and has a kid at least one by wow. now. He texted me one time he was DJing, which I guess he does as a hobby now. I don't know at a place that we used to go to with people like with my friends and I, I'm here and DJing and just remembering all the things that, you know, the times that we spent here. And I'm like, and I responded back and said, I'm married. He's like, yeah, so am I. I'm like, then talk to your wife. Right. Because right. guess what I do when I go somewhere that I have been with an ex, I talk to my husband about it, you know? Right. Oh yeah. I went there with so-and-so. I don't text the ex and say, no. blah, no. blah, 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 blah. Right. I'm not thinking of you in that way when I come no. to the same place i'm reminiscing about oh that was a fun time because we were 20 years younger or whatever and right. that's yeah. that yeah no he was and then he would bring the kids toys but then like when we would get back together we got back to okay so for two years he and i were back and forth but i was not as strong and then that's actually how i wound up dating jd because my friend jason told me to get online because i was a single mom working two jobs yeah and i was getting my master's he's like yeah you're not gonna meet someone naturally like out in the right world. right and that's why you keep falling back on this loser is because you're lonely and so he said he was like you need to get online and just go on dates go on and just meet other guys he's like i don't care if you go on like a million first dates he's like just quit going back to him yeah and i went on a few and then i met jd and the rest is history yeah so yeah but after i think it was after jd and i started dating we hadn't been together like in a long time and I came home and he had a bag of toys, like on the handle of my, on my door handle for the kids. Wow. But when we were together, I caught him with two other girls, not at the same time, but that's good. Separate times. 
that would have been a really good story. <laughs> like in his house, in his bed. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I guess it took me to get online dating and actually spending like my every other weekend, Friday night on a different date. Yeah. To do that. Yeah. He, he would show up to work. Like when I was a server, he would show up with like flowers and stuff, but never the, it's not the right time. Whatever you just said. I don't know what I said. I don't know what you said either. Quoting anything. All right. So then back to, (laughs) I didn't think about that though. You're right. Scott definitely would have done something. Yeah. But Gregory moved in with Finn and Violet and they told Violet about ALS. Yeah. She was so cute. Daddy, can't you just fix him? But I think that they did a really good job of, she's a smart girl. Yeah. Kids aren't stupid. Right. You know, she's like, yeah, but you've been sick a lot lately. Like what's going on? Right. Right. You can't ignore that. Mm -hmm. I thought they did a good job of not scaring her, but explaining to her that he may not be as quick to move and do the stuff she wants to do as he used to be. Right. And then there's only two things left. Um, Christina calls blaze Allie and that was stupid. I kind of like that though. It's, it's like they're, I mean, it's her. No, I, I don't mean that her calling her, Allie was stupid, but Molly being like, what do you mean you told her? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm sorry, but you don't have control over every single part of my life. And Blaze is not going to go tell the world that her girlfriend that she's not even admitting is her girlfriend yet is pregnant with her sister's baby. Like, that's not the topic of conversation that comes up. So quit making it about you. Or Christina being surprised that Molly's going to tell TJ that Blaze knows. Right. Like, I'm sorry, you are carrying our baby. I'm going to tell my husband this other person knows. Yeah. That's, I don't tell my husband everything. Like, if, if it's a friend thing, you know. Right, right. But like, if they're carrying your baby and it's about your baby, you do. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, I just felt like, I don't know, both of them were like, oh, my gosh. Blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, of course she's going to tell her girlfriend that you did know, maybe you didn't know she was like officially her girlfriend, but you knew there was something going on there because you're not stupid. Right. So you should have figured that she confided in her one really close friend and it's right. not a big deal. Christina can't be by herself. She needs somebody too, even though she's right. single. And she like Christina somebody. said, like I told her before I even got pregnant, like I told her we were doing the, they said IVF, but it wasn't IUI. Anyway, I told her we were doing the procedure and then, of course, she asked, how'd that procedure go? So, right. yeah. And she has to tell her, being that, you know, her life is going to change. Right. It's like, right. really only fair to do. Right. When we go out on a date and I'm not ordering champagne anymore, she's going to figure out why. Right. When I start to get only a belly. Exactly. Although, so Allie's mom is coming to town. And yeah. she's, going, she's going to introduce Christina as her girlfriend. Yep. Which I think is a bold... That's a big step. And Christina yeah. was like, I'm not trying to pressure you. But she was like, no, I, you're right. I need to say something. Yeah. So I was good with that part. It was just the Christina Molly stuff making mm-hmm. crap a big deal that did not need to be a big deal. I agree. And then the last thing is that Danny was brought home drunk to Dante and Sam. I did not like she lied to him. And then whenever she said something to Dante about it, he was like, Parents always whitewash their past. It's fine, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, see, I, I thought parents- Sam bombing was great. I feel like that was the best that we've seen her. We've never really seen her have an issue with the kids, though, too. 
I didn't like her lying to him that she didn't drink at 14. I think at the moment, it's probably not the best time to be talking about it because he's also drunk and then going to argue with her. See, I would have said that's a discussion for another time, but you're right. I did drink at 14 and that's how I know what a big mistake it is. And I should have been punished for it. It's not about me right now. It's about you. And right now you need to go upstairs and have some water. Well, that's true. I thought it was crazy that he's like, I don't feel well. And she like stopped him to keep talking. I'm like, dude, if someone's going to puke, do not stop them. I don't want to clean that up. You go make it to the bathroom and then come back down and talk to me. Well, she did, but she stopped and asked, do you need help? Yeah, but he was like lecturing him, but she did, but he was on his way upstairs to throw up and she's like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, just go throw up and then come back down and talk to me. Please don't throw up on my steps. See, I liked it. I liked seeing Sam in that. No, this is not going to fly. Even if she did do it when she was younger, you know, I just think there's a chance to be better than you. Right. But, but that's kind of like what I, the way I would have said it was, yes, I know. And that's how I know how bad this can be. So I'm protected. But you also can't reason with a drunk 14 year old. I'm sure. True. True. That could have just been the, we'll have a conversation about all of this later. Well, cause she talked to Alexis about that too. Cause she was telling her about how, I think she was trying to tell Sam, like she was not wrong in everything she was thinking. Like, yeah, she's going to feel guilty. She, but that's also the thing is that Sam said, I feel guilty that I lied to him. So mm-hmm. we know that she's going to figure that out, you know, but Alexis admitted, I feel like she did imply she did not raise Sam this week. Well, yeah, because we're talking about the things that Sam did wrong. So of course, Alexis didn't raise a daughter that did something wrong. Ah, that's true. That's true. Mm, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I think it's good that they're bringing in the kids, though, because that's how we get. Right, right, right. The that's the right age. 14 is the right age to start with, like minor troubles here and there, especially since we're like, I know we're not into summer yet, but we're getting there. Like the kids are having spring break and more time off. So that's how we get more viewers. I did like that both she and Dante are like, did you even hear him? Like, how did you even get out of here? Yeah. And her point about the fire escape, like, dude, we live on the penthouse level. What are you doing? Right. I can't. Although 15, 14 is really young. Should have been Rocco, right? Rocco should have been the one getting drunk. Rocco's older? Yeah. Is he? No. Yeah, Rocco's older. Oh, I don't know. And that, but that's Dante's kid. So therefore, right. would not be worried about him becoming like... Right, because every 14-year-old that drinks is just doing it because their dad is an adrenaline junkie. Right. It's like, right, you're, right. you're jumping a little farther, Sam. Right. Yeah, there really wasn't a whole lot. Do-do-do. Reality check. So what's your reality check? Well, my reality sucked all week. Like I said, the kids... Well, it was Madeline and I. I don't know if we just kept passing it back and forth or what. We had gone to the dance comp last weekend, and she mm. was around a lot of kids so i'm sure that that's where the germs came from but it started with just uh sunday night both of us having a sore throat and like a headache and then the next day she woke up and was like my throat really hurts and i was like yeah my throat really hurts too like i'm not gonna doubt you because i feel like we have the same symptoms and then it just went from there that it's like all this congestion and Hmm. i don't know we sound like we have frogs in our throat and then she like, that's what I always say to the kids. Like, why don't you let that frog go? Quit being sick, blah, blah, blah. So the other day, you know, how whenever your sinuses are plugged, like every once in a while, your ear kind of like, almost like bubbles, like it feels like because of the pressure. Yeah. And yeah. so all of a sudden she's like, 
little guy stop swimming in my ear and i'm like what and she's like there's a little man swimming in my ear and i need him to stop the bubbles are hurting and i was like all right we're both gonna get uh submitted or admitted to the uh psych ward here pretty soon talking about frogs in our throat and little men swimming in our ears but okay use the vacation maybe i'll start saying that there you go (laughs) we can time it together there we go (laughs) but um yeah it's just like i took her to the doctor wednesday and i'm like okay you know tell me it's nothing serious and then we'll move on and they were like yeah you know cough takes a while to get rid of but she's been up like all night every night so and we've done the vix vapor rub and all that kind of stuff so today i finally like went on to walgreens and ordered every thing i could think of to help her the vaporizer the decongestant the everything to hopefully get her back to being okay for tomorrow for school yeah oh they don't have school tomorrow are they off tomorrow Tomorrow's President's Day. Do they have school? I don't know, actually. Yours goes to, mine goes to a different school. She doesn't have school, so. I think mine does, but I guess I should probably double check that. Well, do they have a snow day? No, because they did virtual. They should be off tomorrow. I have no idea. I'll look, but who knows? I have to work tomorrow, so she won't be happy with that. I was, I took off the whole week, so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that was my fun week was not sleeping and sounding like this. How about you? I didn't really have much go. I mean, I had stuff going on, but like not anything big. We had our um, company award ceremony on Thursday. It's nice because they have it, you know, we get like lunch and stuff like that. So it's just nice to see people from like the other offices too. Cause you know, you don't really, I hardly right. see some people in my office to begin with just because we're not required to be there. So it's nice to see them and then people that I know. So yeah, yeah, not a whole lot. I'm almost done with my taxes, so Woo-hoo. I'm late. I usually have them in by now, but yeah, mine are already in, but mine are way easier than yours. So yes, th- that's, I will say that is probably the only thing I miss about being a W2, but I'm trying to get better this year at um, taking care of my financials every month. So I did good last year on paying my quarterly taxes. And this year I'm focusing on being squared away with like all my receipts and everything. Oh, that's good. Each month. So. Yeah, I guess there's my reality check, awards and taxes. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess that's nice and boring. Um, but you know what's not boring is Thursday is 411 when we talk about Bobby, part five. <laughs> part five, oh my gosh. The year 1994. I can't wait. Um, so, yeah. all right, well, with that, have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmarked.